Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen The start of his new life. So you train monkeys exclusively for quadriplegics? How about if I were to donate a monkey? Jasmine exposed to anything weird in the lab. No. An animal trained to follow commands. How am I supposed to take care of it, Jeff? The idea is that it's going to take care of you. She's unbelievable. She's like a miniature person. <laughs> Get rid of that bird, or so help me. One. based on human memory cells I've been injecting one of my monkeys I don't like this change in you Alan the other with the instinct to kill what the hell are you doing to her Ellen is getting out of the house and I'm getting out with her you do know that that's impossible Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. We are oh. we are ending Monk May slash Primates. Oh, Steve, what are we going to do? We're going to go to monkey withdrawals. I know. We're just going to have to watch other movies. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it, Steve. I think I'm one of them now. We'll do it together. All right. So we're talking 1988's Monkey Shines. 
I was not really aware of this movie. I won't lie. The I remember seeing the VHS uh, tape like as a kid, like with the monkey with this fucking straight razor, like the, or the monkey doll with the straight razor, yeah. and thinking, Jesus Christ, what is this? But of course, not seeing it because I have good parents. <laughs> but wow, I missed out. We missed out. Yeah. So from 1988, Monkey Shines. From writer-director George A. Romero. Who's he? I can't even uh, tell people what else he's famous for. Man. You know, Night of the Living Dead, The Crazies, Dawn of the Dead, Creep Show, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, Survival of the Dead, and of course, this, Monkey Shines. Yeah, so one of the greatest directors of all time. Oh yeah, definitely horror yeah. directors, absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, hmm, sorry, my mouth's so dry. Is there anything I can drink to quench my first? I don't know, babe. I mean, it's not Lucky Blood, but oh. we do have, sorry, I'm stupid. <laughs> we do have for New Belgium Brewing, Pilsner, Bohemian Style Pilsner. Yeah. Uh, 4.8% alcohol by volume. Nice. And I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. Nice. Mr. Pickles was watching the whole time. Before. Ooh, this is a nice clear beer. Very pale color. Nice uh, light straw. Yeah, it's really effervescent. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny Ooh, very bubbles. malty. Very malt forward on the aroma there. Steve's going in for the sip. Yeah. Yeah, malt forward. Uh, yeah, it's definitely got the green apple. A little bit of a know, kind of grassy note, I guess, to it. But yeah, yeah that may be the hops. It's more the earthy like noble hop kind of yeah yeah this is just a good yeah. easy drinking beer this is something you could drink all day long mm-hmm. very mild very bohemian <clears throat> oh my god super boho it's like my aesthetic the right boho now. pill aesthetic it's my aesthetic mm. that voice. <laughs> i'm sorry but like tammy only drinks like boho style beers and communicates via Free range organic cormorants. Would she categorize herself as a boho? I mean, I definitely have like bohemian vibes, but I don't know if it's my life. So use a boho. <laughs> yeah. Also starring in Monkey Shines, we have uh, Jason Bay Beggy B E G H E Beggy. Beggy. You can go with that. Uh, he plays Alan. Um, yeah. Who's he, Steve? He's in like Chicago PD. Like he's got a he, he's been in a bunch of like TV stuff. Yeah, he's like but, character actor. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, we also have John Pankow as Jeff. I'm sorry. I believe people will know him as Ira from Mad About You. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kate McNeil as Melanie. Who's she, Steve? Great question. Uh, she's in things. Yeah, but they're all character actors. Yeah, which is yeah, great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then we have two very special guests that pop up in this movie. Yeah, we do. Steven Root? Right? Uh, he pops up as Dean Burbage. He's probably best known as Milton from Office Space. <laughs> or he was in Robocop 3, which was he awesome. He still has the same glasses. He still does, yeah. Um, and Sir Stanley Tucci is in this movie. Right! Uh, briefly oh, as he's Dr. So, Weissman. He's so gross. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So gross oh. at Tucci. Oh, more on that later. Yeah. All right, babe. Do you remember the warning this movie starts off with? 
oh, I don't remember it verbatim, but yeah. it was uh, that many people keep helper monkeys to assist the quadriplegics, and uh, this was all fiction. Yeah, it was basically like all all these monkeys are real. Um, people really use them as as servants and assistants and blah blah blah. Yeah. But none of them were harmed. None of them were harmed. Which is very important when watching, especially the third act of this movie. <laughs> I feel like the monkey does a lot more harm to people. Yeah. Also, I'm going to put this out there. I have worked in zoos. I have assisted with feeding animals and taking care of them in that. I am terrified of monkeys. As you should be. I am more terrified to feed any sort of primate than I am cougars. Well, you know, cougars can be bought off with, like, red wine or maybe a martini. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get them some white diamonds and they're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're like, oh, this, this is putting me in ease. Get, get them some white diamonds and, uh, and a pool boy and they're taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off with a young couple in bed. And we see a little bit of side ass. Yeah, and a little side boob. A little side boobage. Yeah. And then... We basically get full ass as uh, Alan gets out of bed and he's oh, all gun yeah. buttered up and doing all kinds oh, of stretches. the naked and... stretches. Yeah. By the way, Steve still wasn't quite sure if he was paralyzed or not. No, point. he was doing like like full splits and like swinging around, like touching his toes and stuff. And I'm like, wow, he's, he's pretty good at this uh, paraplegic thing. Uh, spoiler alert, the only thing I knew about this movie going in is there was a killer monkey and a paraplegic guy. So <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 Steve, we're about to see his, well, his, his sad creation. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, when he said, "I'm gonna go go for a run," I'm like, "Oh, cool, he's gonna hop in a chair, roll out of there, yeah. and blah blah blah." That's gonna be the reveal. Like, yep, showed him doing naked stretches on the ground, full ass crack right on the carpet yeah. as he's doing all the stretches, and then yeah, he's out jogging, and I'm like, oh. oh. By the way, I'm just gonna throw this out there: nobody wants to see naked crouching. Not really. Yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. It's not a good look. Well, he's jogging. The credits are rolling, and then uh, the what? My favorite credit was introducing Boo as Ella. Yeah, Boo. That's the the monkey. Yeah, Boo. Uh, so yeah, he's out jogging. He's got his backpack full of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. literally has a backpack full of bricks, guys. Yeah, literally. Appar- apparently, he was like trained to be a decathlete or something. I don't know what, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, he had like the sweat clothes on. He had like mm-hmm. the weights on his arms and feet and stuff. Like he was going at it. Um, and then a German Shepherd pops out of nowhere and starts barking at him. And of course, he gets startled <laughs> and apparently sidesteps right into a fucking truck. And when the truck hits him. He jumps, he basically goes straight up and spins like he's a ballerina a couple times. Oh, it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, you see like the backpack and the bricks going all over the place and crashing down. Super (laughs) dramatic. And I'm like, I'm sold on this movie already. Totally. Perfect. (laughs) Almost uh, Stephen King-esque. Indeed. Oh, God. Everything about this movie was like like Stephen King wrote this, right? Like yeah. oh, George Romero, George Romero all day. <laughs> and then we're introduced to uh Dr. Weissman played by Stan Tucci and uh his smugness knows no bounds. No, no he does not. On the operating table he's making like bad dad jokes. Yeah, he's sexually <laughs> harassing the uh the the nurse. The nurses, yeah. yeah. Yep, and then we cut to I I don't know. I don't know what it is when when like there's hospitals and facial hairs involved because we go back and Alan has like some of the worst facial hair I've ever seen on 
t- on yeah. movies, and so it may been, be real. It's been but, three days. Yeah, it's been three days, and he's grown like a full fucking beard. Yeah, yeah like, he w- he went full uh, Captain America on it. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> where is Captain America's beard? Steve, did, did it go with the snap? Thanos took it. <laughs> Thanos snapped his fingers. The beard whisway. Captain dropped to his knees and screamed, "No!" no. <laughs> you know, Bucky's gone too. What? Who? <laughs> Spoiler. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Double no. Well, no and a half. <laughs> and so yeah, it's been well. We'll say a week or two, maybe perhaps months. Yeah. It, it kind of seems because I assume there's like some sort of rehab or something like that involved too, yeah, and yeah. getting it situated. And they're having like a welcome home party for Alan at his house, and we're his introduced. Mom is throwing it. Yeah, the mom's throwing it, um, and the wife is there. No girlfriend. Or girlfriend? I, I, it's got to be wife. No, his girlfriend. Was it girlfriend? Yeah, they were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, all right. So the girlfriend there is then. Um, and he's like, yeah. She's like, it's good to see you. And I'm like, wait, she wasn't there like at the hospital at all. Like, she's that cunt. Yeah, she all is. Right. Because uh, uh, he wheels in. Well, she calls his brother best friend. It's a little yeah. unclear. They have different last names, but yeah, they J- both call the mom mom. Yeah, yeah. She calls uh, Jeff, who I yeah, I swear to God was his brother. Had to be. But apparently they have different last names. So yeah, may, might be best friend, yeah. might be whatever. Um, but yeah, and says like, where the hell are you? And then uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he he rolls in. And she goes, I'm sorry, it's been a long time. I, uh, I just couldn't stand to see you like that. Yeah, and then Dr. Weissman comes up, and he's, you know, smug as fuck. He's just like, ah, oh, come on, let's have fun, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What are you drinking, scotch? That's always the best medicine. Yeah, <laughs> and then we get introduced to Nurse Cunt. Oh, yeah, she comes up in a bit. Well, well, first, we find out where Jeffrey, what Jeffrey's up to, why he's not at the party. It's because he's uh, injecting, apparently... It's green liquid that looks so much like Reanimator. I I, yeah. I had to look up which one it's came absinthe. up first. It's absinthe. <laughs> but he's like shooting up monkeys with it, so they get super smart because it's got yeah. like human brain cells or something in it. True. And then he shows up in an old Dodge Dart, and I love the thing about the door not shutting. Right. That, that never like I love those little things in movies. I love that. It makes it super realistic too. There, there's he, no reason for his door not to be shutting. Like it never plays into the movie. It's just yeah. a funny gag every time. Well, spoiler: it does a little later when the guys like look, at least peep in to see if they can steal shit. <laughs> But that was does, just kind of a I was, weird Yeah, thing. I was yeah, going to yeah, say, yeah. Do, does that affect the movie at all? No, no, no not really. No, no, no. It's just a fun little thing. I love this stuff. And yeah, it's like, yeah, he's working in a lab. He's also the lowest guy on the totem pole. Like, yeah. he's there because of his research. He also is driving a super shitty, yeah, like, Dodge Dart or whatever. Yeah. Well, and nowadays, like, if it were a brand new movie with big budget or whatever, he'd be driving a Lexus because they paid 30 grand and all that stuff. But no, I, I, I like the old cars that... No, 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 honey. It'd be yeah. an 82 CRX hatchback. Meh, maybe. Oh yeah, and and so Alan and Jeff are talking because yeah, apparently they're they're brothers or whatever. And Ellen's like, "Well, I think uh, whatever her name is, my girlfriend's leaving me." And <laughs> Jeff's basically like, "Well, if she walks out of you now, fuck her." <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, or before, Jeff's a but... good friend. Yeah. He he shows up late to the party, but he brings booze and is like, "Hey." Like, you know, glad you're home. 
And sorry you're having lady friend trouble, but like, fuck that bitch if she's not going to stand by you. Yeah. And then we get the sad, I can't. I can't, yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, Ellen's back home and he's got the, the nurse who's a total bitch. Oh, um, she's such a cunt. And his mom's... The sippy cup thing. Oh, the sippy cups. Uh, and the parakeet. The oh, pet the fucking parakeet. parakeet. Uh, I that... had to kill that fucking thing day one. I, I would have fired her. Yeah. Oh. You hire them through an agency. You don't hire yeah, yeah. like an individual person. Yeah, exactly. A new person. You hire the agency and the way she was like, every every time she talked, it was like, you don't pay me enough for this bullshit and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, good. I don't have to pay you at all. Get, bring in the, the Filipino lady. She's 10 times better anyway. Right. And she doesn't have a fucking untrained parakeet pecking at my face. Yeah. I'm a paraplegic. <laughs> that shit's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and then his mom's also there. A lot of time. Smothering like, him with Yeah, love. smothering him, watching home videos when he was a kid and stuff like that. Look at this time when you used to be able to walk. Wasn't that great? Yeah, he's like uh, reading the book with the, the stick in his mouth thing. And like yeah, turning, le- the, turning all to that turn equipment. The he's trying to live an independent life. He's, at this point, he, he knows he's fucked. But he's like, I'm just going to like try it. Like, how much reality can i get like back to but nothing's yeah. working for him he can't figure out the voice commands for the lights that to turn things off yeah, he, to- he totally drops... like automated home basically like yeah. it, it, it's pretty high tech by like today's standards in a way <laughs> yeah so like he's trying but everything's just against him he keeps dropping his stick yeah. to like turn the pages it's really hard oh god yeah it, it's a struggle and then like jeff he's at the university or whatever that he works at and he's explaining to to dean steven root um, you know what he's doing and why you know apparently the dean's like trying to get in on his um research so he can take credit for it and stuff and he's like no stay the fuck out of my office blah and so he like gets angry and like goes to go visit alan and you know like hey let's have a couple drinks blah 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 <laughs> and then he finds alan trying to suffocate himself with a dry cleaning bag yep he's done uh, that was not what i was expecting <laughs> No. And then we cut to the tooch going, well, six and ten uh, paraplegics try and commit suicide. Yeah. And talking to uh, to his mom. Yeah. And he's like, you tried to do it while you were there. You might as well go home. I think you're making things worse. Yeah. And the yeah. mom's like, but but how? I'm his mom. I love him. I'm going to smother him with my love. But then the girlfriend goes to the hospital, too. Mm-hmm. But it oh, wasn't. But I didn't like, know you were oh, going to be here. Ellen, what are you doing here? Like, oh, yes, he's here because of his incident. Blah, blah, blah. Like, wait, are you and the doctor hooking up? I mean, I didn't wear a short dress for nothing. Mm, vengeance. Yeah, she's fucking the tooch. Yeah, well, can't blame her on that, I guess. I mean, she has a really sad story. And this is the guy who saved her boyfriend's life. She owes him at least a blowjob, right? I guess. Steve, I think of that doctor who did your emergency surgery last year, a blowjob. Oh, boy. Wait, the lady? <laughs> yeah, I never tipped her. Mm. How much do you tip on emergency surgery? <laughs> At least three inches? No. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Jeff's trying to help out his brother, I assume. I'm just going to call him brothers. 
I don't, I don't care if their last names are different. They're 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 brothers from another mother. That's cool. I'm gonna call him Ira because that's how I know him. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Jeff Ira, uh, he goes to a farm and meets a lady named Melanie who uh, trains monkeys. He's putting his brother out on the farm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and nice little pasture. You can just run around and play in the sun and with the other horses and puppies. Um, but yeah, ba- basically, he's talking to Melanie like, "Hey, uh, could you train a monkey? To, uh, you know." For, uh, Train one for my brother, who's a paraplegic. Uh, I, I could even donate a monkey. I have one in my lab. And, of course, she's like, well, that sounds sketchy as all hell. I was like, no, no, no. It's just one. We, we have extra. We got we got monkeys for days. Monkeys for days. Monkeys for days. And then so we smash got to, I don't know, a week to three months later. <laughs> and uh, Jeffrey shows up with a monkey. He's hey. trained. And, of course, it's one he's been shooting up with that green brain shit. It's the smartest one. He can't let the uh, the dean of the department find out about her. Yep, and uh, the monkeys. We found out the monkey's name is Ella. Ella. Um, and the Ella one... is horrifying, by the way. Ella is the scariest thing in this, and she's not even done anything yet. It's true, and we also get the meet cute with uh, Melanie and Alan, where Melanie asks, "Are you Alan? Oh, you must be. You're the only one sitting down." And I was like, "Ooh!" I'm not gonna lie. I swear to like her. I like her because she's bold and she's like, she's not pussyfooting around the situation. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Here, somebody, give me a hand." Not you. <laughs> <laughs> not you, buddy. Steve. <laughs> that easily could have turned into fucking kill you in your sleep. As soon as I figure out how. Don't act like if one of us became a paraplegic, the other one wouldn't be making those jokes constantly. That's fucking true. (laughs) Let us pray that never happens. No one else will laugh. (laughs) If Steve ended up in a wheelchair, he would be the smuggest motherfucker who ever was disabled. Absolutely. How many people did you run over on the BART train every day just because you could? (laughs) Just because I could. You don't even have to commute on BART BART train? (laughs) Say what the fuck? Why would that be a thing? Yeah. So we find out that the uh, monkey uh, does a lot of commands by using a laser pointer. Yeah. Um, which comes in handy. Um, and the monkey makes him a pita. She does. Which she is does impressive. A better job not tearing the pita than most restaurants I've right? been to. Get that monkey a job. Yeah. And basically everything she does is amazing. Do you... Everybody's super impressed with her except for the nurse. Yeah. The nurse is the worst. Oh, so yeah. Ella puts her hands in his mouth. Yeah. Oh God, that happens a lot in this the, movie. He is the bravest actor I've ever seen. Right. He is trying to be friendly with a monkey whose paws are on his face constantly. After it's been on probably his asshole and or vag. I'm assuming I guess it's a her, she does so. a lot of wiping for him. Yeah, I assume. Oh, do we remember what his favorite meal is? What is his favorite meal? Linguini with clam sauce. That's right. Hint, hint. Yeah, but, oh, and then um, he shaves off his beard, thank God, because that thing looked horrible. And uh, Alan shaves off his beard, I guess I should say. And then he starts, I guess, going to college again? Yeah, so he wants to finish his degree, which, by the way, I sort of thought he was, like, in his 30s, and then everybody's like, he's going to lose the scholarships, and I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) I'm sorry, come again? (laughs) He owns his own house, and... Yeah, owns his own fucking palatial estate. Yeah, it's like a five-bedroom, two-story house. Yeah, Uh, but, but, you know, he's just going to... I guess that's how it was back in the 80s. You could actually own a home and afford to go to college, and... You know, even if you were a paraplegic, you'd have a couple monkeys to help you out. And Steve, we need a time machine for yeah. a mini episode. 
Yeah. Well, and then also what happens is uh, Alan uh, goes on a picnic date yeah. with uh, Melanie, the trainer. And do you recall what was part of the lunch? Well, I know they went fly fishing. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They did go fly fishing. <laughs> and I'm like, and she's like, oh, I think I got one. He's like, yeah, yeah, get it, get it. But and then she trips here. over his wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, of course, as with any picnic basket, there was a yeah. baguette involved. Of course. They, you know what? I got to lie. I think this is the first movie where they ate the baguette. Yeah. They actually did something <laughs> with it besides just, I don't know, show it to the camera. By the way, Steve, I'm, gonna, I'm writing a screenplay for a movie. I don't know what it's about yet, but there's a scene where the couple comes home. They pull out the baguette and they go, why did we buy this? We don't even eat baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're gluten free, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it makes you all clammy, and then you can't talk or breathe, and yeah. No, mine's going to be where you buy too many cans, you put them in the paper bag because you're trying to be all eco-friendly. Oh, then halfway up the steps, the handles rip off, and they all go rolling. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the entire movie. It's just grocery bag disasters. Everybody's going to leave the theater feeling super frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that all happens. Uh, Jeff confronts uh, Dean Burbage because apparently he's again just being an asshole um but the horrible nurse uh she gets mad really mad one day and just storms the fuck out and then her yeah. horrible goddamn parakeet starts attacking alan's yeah. face oh well she feels like ellen is ungrateful for all the hard work that she puts in and she really doesn't like ella and she feels like ella is a bad influence on him yeah but but ella whenever she's not helping out is basically in the cage so she doesn't get, you know run around the house or go out of the house yeah, or anything like that she can put herself in her cage um but then after the bird attacks we find out ella is able to get out of the cage dun, dun. and then the next morning uh the nurse is waking up putting her slippers on but oh there's something in the slipper <gasps> what it's a parakeet corpse no bam 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 you killed him! You killed my bird! And then we get some monkey POV shots of him walking around the neighborhood. She's and, getting out at night. And, and then we're like, oh. Oh, apparently this is Alan's dreams. That he's having oh, these POV shots. Shit. What is happening with this? And the mo mom comes to visit. And, <laughs> like, he's just talking with his mom. And, you know, he's like a little grumpy or whatever. But then uh, the nurse, Marianne, or whatever her name was, she just freaks the fuck she out. She loses her shit. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. This is when the mom is like, oh, I'm just going to, I've sold my business. Yeah, uh, she's gonna. I'm going to move in with you. Isn't that the best? Yeah. But yeah, Marianne basically freaks out and just fucking quits. And she's like, you killed my bird. And if I'm the mom, I'm like. I should have fired your ass a long time ago. Get right? the fuck out of my house. Oh, I'm sorry. My paraplegic yeah. son murdered your bird. Yeah. Okay. Good luck explaining that one. Uh, then we get the scene where his mom's giving him a sponge bath. Mom, this is embarrassing <laughs> me. This is where we also realize he's still pretty yoked for a paraplegic. Yeah, he is. Damn. <laughs> he could be like Captain America back then. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Alan... Uh, they had the scene where like Ellen like ha he thinks his hand moves yeah and I guess the mom didn't see it or whatever and he's like freaking out like no didn't you see it I swear to god it just happened this is bullshit yeah. so, so they go to get a second opinion and uh the other doctor is like well this might be the problem here it looks like it's some sort of congenitive thing in your neck like it could be easily found or fixed 
Yeah, the uh, the accident just was a weird coincidence, and uh, if you know if somebody hadn't been so quick for surgery, we probably could have fixed this a long time ago. But now we're not really sure. Uh, you know, I mean, we don't know what kind of damage was done during the surgery. You'd have to like prove that you can like move your hand. So wait, you're telling me that Doctor Stanley Tucci? may be at fault for me being paralyzed i don't want to place blame i'm just saying that uh i know him and he's quick to cut son of a bitch i mean did he also bang your girlfriend because that's usually what he does (laughs) that's his uh modus operandi as they call it (laughs) so uh so alan goes home he calls linda uh oh by the way i forgot to mention the the phone he uses uh ella puts like these little cards in the phone and it calls it for him Ella can call. Kind of cool. Uh, but he calls uh, Linda, the girlfriend's cabin. And who answers but Dr. Stanley Tucci. Oh, that's just Linda's house, apparently. Yeah. It, was just, it just said Linda. She lives in a cabin. Yeah, th- these people are fucking loaded, apparently. Yeah, everybody but Ira. Oh, that's right. And then, you see, and then he's like so mad, he's like biting down on his lip and he draws blood. And then the oh, fucking oh monkey God. runs oh up God. and starts licking oh. it or whatever. Oh, my God. That is a real monkey looking that man's face. Right. Oh my god. They, it might be the bravest actor I've ever seen. Of all the things that happened in this movie, that made Izzy the most upset. Oh my god. I have anxiety just thinking about it. Oh my god. Yeah, but then, uh, but then that night, Alan goes to sleep and he starts having the weird uh, POV dreams. And the, the dream goes to the cabin. And then there's fire. Yeah! Fire! And then the next morning. What happens? Oh, no, the mom's on the phone and was like, what happened to Linda? Wait, why was the doctor there? How am I going to explain this? Oh, God, he's here. Oh, God, he's right behind me, isn't he? (laughs) I'm going to have to call you back, Susan. Um, honey, you might want to sit down for this. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, you see what I did there, Ben? Yeah, yeah, that was very nice. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I love you so much. <laughs> Sweetie, you may want to sit down for this. I have some terrible... <laughs> sponge bath! So, uh, Steve, who would you want to give you a sponge bath? Me or uh, your mom? You, I would think. <laughs> you know what? I'll let a monkey do it. It'll be slightly less embarrassing. You want a monkey that close to your genitals? Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, you, you can give me a sponge bath. I'll allow it. Oh, you'll let me that close to your genitals, huh? Oh, totally. <laughs> uh, that's right. And uh, Melanie comes down from the farm to help out because uh, yeah. apparently, you know, he, he's been saying something like, oh, the monkey's acting kind of weird, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then it's time for bed. Sleepy time. And then Alan makes his move. <gasps> and of course, she, she kind of backs off like, whoa, that's not a. Uh, no, I was going for, it. and of course he like starts getting a little sad face, like, "Oh, of course, who would, who would ever want who a piece could, of me?" And blah, who blah, blah, could blah. love a good-looking man tra- who's totally yoked, trapped in a chair? Right. And then she kisses him back, Aww. and then we cut to paraplegic sex scene. Oh yeah, well, because he he's not going to be able to pleasure her, but she has an idea. Oh, oh, she has an idea. All right. <laughs> Smothering with tacos. <laughs> he died doing what he loved, eating seafood. <laughs> yeah, this scene, actually pretty well done. Yeah, also weird. 
Yeah, oh, it's weird. It felt but wildly inappropriate I, to watch, but well done. It's one of those things, like, I don't think I've ever seen a porn or other movie that had a paraplegic sex scene. No, no, no. I mean, I feel like it was handled tastefully. It just, yeah, tastefully, yeah. I don't know how much of it I needed to see. We saw pretty much all of it. Oh, yeah, we saw boobs. <laughs> we saw her writhing around and holding, like, bracing herself on the uh, the little lift the, bar yeah. thing that he has. And, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It was doing it. This gives him a new hope. He can he could actually potentially have a relationship. That's he right. could have a real life. He has a monkey already. That's, That's like true. 90% of college students' dreams. Right? Steve, would you want to help our monkey? Yeah. If I needed it. It's definitely a lot better than a dirty ass cat. Hi, Pickles Cage. Hey, buddy. So we get to back to uh Jeff's lab. Animals are going a little you nuts. You mean Ira? whatever uh animals are going a little nuts because he's been shooting them up shooting them up with that brain green shit but here's all of ira or all of ella's brothers there's something about the females that it reacts with yeah and ella wants some more of that ooze she knows it's what's making her super smart yeah she breaks into the lab it also seems to be making her more aggressive Oh, that's right. And then there's a scene where, like, uh, I guess the lab got ransacked or whatever. He assumes it's by Dean Burbage or mm-hmm. whatever. And, like, all the green shit's gone. All of his research and all that. Except for, like, there's one last syringe yeah. uh, that he had hidden somewhere. What does he do, Steve? Oh, he shoots himself with it. Yeah, he does. He wants some of that brain function. And, yeah, this is where, like, they start talking about the, the mind links between Ella and Alan. And I'm just kind of like, all right. I was really into this movie up until they started doing, like, this this green shit. Whenever there's the telepathic link between a man and a monkey or, I don't know, a man and his clone, (laughs) a.k.a. replicant. Are you saying that you just don't believe in the psychic forces? I guess not. (sighs) Such a disbeliever. Because Jeff goes to, like, uh, check on Alan or whatever, and he's, like, in the kitchen or whatever and can't move or whatever because Ella's, like, uh, disabled his wheelchair or something. Oh, she jams the uh, the tele. She wraps the telephone around all the wheels. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And yeah, so so. Oh, that's right. He gets angry we, we with sk- his mom. We skipped a couple parts. So yeah, so um, he's feeling more and more rage. Like the smarter yeah. Ella becomes, the more rage he starts to feel. So I guess he's feeling her rage. Uh, yeah, he snaps at his mom, and his mom honestly is not doesn't take it well like no, it didn't seem no. like that bad a snap to me but also considering oh. he's fucking paralyzed and she throws a big fucking fit oh she slaps the shit out of she him she does she abuses a disabled person yeah um yeah and then basically he's oh and there's one point where he decides to send ella back that's right he sent ella back to ira yeah that's right that's what because he doesn't wanted. want her anymore he yeah. thinks uh she's starting to try and control him and everybody's like you're just mad no i don't ever be here again and yeah that was part of like the blow up with his mom and then he tries to apologize and she's like no you're an ungrateful fuck yeah so she goes up to uh take a bath mm-hmm. um but uh ella like lets all the monkeys loose in jeff's lab and yeah. um that's right he takes the last shot and starts like he's like coked back and like just having a fucking heroin trip yeah. or whatever and ella goes to the house and while mom's taking a bath she has the hairdryer plugged in and Ella throws the hairdryer in the bathtub and yeah, kills his does. mom. Holy shit. Murder. Yeah. 
and then yeah jeff comes over and, yeah with with the hair dryer being thrown in like all the power goes out in the house because you know yeah. the fuse box has been blown uh jeff gets there and he's basically like alan you okay what's going on here like oh yeah there must be a short or something uh, n- nothing's working though you like check on mom she's upstairs somewhere i haven't heard her in a while <laughs> yeah yeah that was really glossed over too like yeah that like she must I, I don't cut. even think like Jeff came down and was like, "Hey, mom's dead" or anything. You're like, "No," because hey. he he's like, "Hey, Ella escaped. I have a feeling she's here." And yeah, he's like, "No, yeah, she's definitely here. I can feel her. We have a psychic." That's room. right. I can feel her. She's yeah. There. So they're both just remember he's high out of his mind too. Ira's high out. Of, oh, Jeff, Ira's yeah, high yeah, out of his mind. Yeah. So he's not thinking th- straight. And I think it's also one of those like, well, mom's dead. Not much we can do about it. Why should I upset him right at the moment? Let's catch the monkey. Yeah, Yeah, there's definitely a lot of that going on. Uh, And he also, like, tells Alan everything. He's like, okay, so I've been shooting up Ella with this green brain Mm -hmm. shit and a couple other monkeys, but she seems the only one really responding to it or with the massive amounts. I don't know what. Um, And then the attack by monkey with straight razor. Yeah. (laughs) Monkey with a straight razor. And monkey with a straight razor is, like, my new band name. Yeah. That's right, and the phone uh, gets the power back on, but the, uh, the phone rings, and he's, like, racing over to get the phone, but Ella gets there first and, like, uh, bites through the phone line. But, yeah, it's Melanie calling, so Melanie's like, wait, why is nobody answering? I better get over there. I better go check on everybody. That's right. Oh, that's right. And then Jeff, he's got, like, a syringe full of, like, poison. Like, it's a kind of a milky yes. white green syringe or whatever. But Ella knows what's up, so she, like, goes upstairs and hides, and Jeff goes, like, looking through, you know, the zest door. Yes, sedatives, yeah. but it's enough to, like, kill a rhino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then the monkey jumps out of the closet and attacks <laughs> Jeff. And not only that, attacks Jeff, but attacks Jeff, pulls the syringe out of his hand, stabs him in the fucking back yeah. of the neck, and then Rejects runs him. off. And it's at this point I've written down, so what's Ella's end goal? Just to kill everybody except maybe Alan and then So I it's a little bit lost, but I think it was it's that yeah, that uh basically Ella's sort of she's linked with Alan, but also I think is sort of in love with him in a way. And so she's anybody he's felt frustration or anger towards she's gonna take out, and anybody who has wronged her she's gonna take out. Yes, yeah. She's okay. basically it's basically misery with a monkey. <laughs> misery monkey. Misery monkey. <laughs> Again, Stephen King. No. Oh yeah. Then there's the scene where the monkey's like feeding Alan, and and you were freaking out about that too. And, you know, of course yeah. he's like, no, I don't yeah. want any treats. And he's Those like spitting more, them out to the side. More monkey hands on his face. Monkey yeah. hands on his face, Steve. Yeah. But then, uh, but then Melanie arrives. And she sees, like, the powers. I think the power's still out at this point, too. Yeah. Uh, she, like, breaks the window and gets in there. And then the monkey attacks her with a fucking coat hanger. And uh, Melanie trips yeah. and just bashes her head on the fucking... Yeah. What, uh, it was the table or, like, the countertop or something? Uh, the desk, because it's got the, uh, the, the voice recorder thing. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, on the desk. And just, oh, she's out. Shit. Yep. And then uh, Ella grabs, like, a match sets it on fire and is like yep. obviously trying to set melanie on fire yeah but, but she's wet from the rain yeah, outside yeah wet from the rain she's got like a denim jacket on so that's not really gonna burn and stuff yeah. but uh but then it gets like the whole box and um she's also pulled the battery out of the wheelchair so alan can't really move anywhere and then and so he's like no ella no leave her alone <laughs> leave her alone here uh uh come here come come uh come play with me 
How about some music? You want to play some music? We can dance. Yeah. Oh, you got to turn the lights oh, on. Oh, that's right. And then Ella like jumps on his lap and pees on him, and he's like, "Yeah." Oh, so it's like that. Oh, that's right. We got to mention whenever Alan gets like really angry or whatever, he gets like a rubber monkey teeth. Yeah, he gets the monkey teeth, and he look, gets that De Niro look on his face. We didn't face, spot like, the monkey eyes. teeth until uh, until like here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he was doing, yeah, and he gets like a New York accent. And he becomes a bad dude. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. It is real fucking weird. Yeah, so obviously the matches aren't working, and Ella's like, "Oh, that's right, I have this other needle thing with like a little shot, little bit of poison still in it uh, from Jeff's corpse." Yeah. <laughs> and so he grabs that, and oh yeah, that's right. She was like getting all like close to like her eyes or something, yeah, and was, he started. Ella gonna... was trying to stab uh, the girlfriend. Oh my god, I just lost her name. Uh, Melanie. 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 Trying yep. to stab Melanie in the eye. That is a monkey with a needle near her eye. Right. She's the second bravest actress in this. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? I'm like, no, no, you got the stunt double in there. But, uh, yeah, so um, uh, Alan starts moving his hand. He's <gasps> able Alan! to move his hand. So he starts moving it, and he starts the music. And the music kicks on, and Ella's like, what? What, you got the music going? He's like, yeah, come on over here. Come dance with me, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so uh, Ella's like, oh, okay, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Like, throws throws her arms around him. And this is where we get, quite possibly, the greatest moment in any movie we have ever oh, fucking watched. Oh, my God, this is... I had no idea this was coming. I'm glad nope. I had no idea this was coming. Do we even want to tell them? Uh, yeah, because there's going to be gifts and stuff. Okay, there's going to be gifts. This is where... Alan, the paraplegic man, who's been terrorized by a monkey, gets his revenge. Yes, he does. Arms draped around him. He sinks his fucking teeth into this monkey's neck and starts shaking neck. it left and right like yeah. a fucking rag doll. And again and again and again and just tossing it around for, I swear to God, like two full minutes of this movie. Oh my God, yes. And then just like tosses it into the side and it's like a dead fucking oh. cat. Just thunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Alan's got, like, blood oh. all dripping down his chin and, like, his shirt and shit. And then we fade to, uh, I guess, him having his spinal surgery. Um, oh, yeah. With the the second opinion doctor, who's, like, this old guy. Yeah. Old character actor you've seen in a bunch of things. Um, I don't know his name, though. Um, he starts making the incision. And then, uh, wait, something weird's happening. Oh, he's flatlining. Oh, shit. And then a monkey bursts out of his <laughs> fucking back. <laughs> Nope, never mind. That was just his. Uh, that was just his dream. Yep, from... horrible, horrible dream. <sighs> and he comes up. He's up in the hospital bed, and Melanie's there, and he's like, "Hey," she's like, "Hey, you you okay? You having that oh, bad dream?" Over. Ella's dead, right? Surgery. Yeah, the surgery. He's able to walk again. Yay! Hop in the van, drives off, and then there's a closing door wipe to end the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Roll credits. Ladies and gentlemen, that's fucking Monkey Shines. That is Monkey Shines, baby. Babe, would you recommend Monkey Shines? I would have, but they didn't do the one line they should have done when Elle's in the middle of her killing spree and and he's like, you know, in that like evil mindset. He should have said, it's all just Monkey Shines. That's At right. At some point. That's right. He should have. It's all just monkey shines. That's what, that's what he, he should have done it at some point. But then they would have had to roll credits at that exact moment. No. <laughs> that's the rule, babe. No. <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend monkey shines. Uh, okay. I mean, it's a, yeah. no, it's, it's, a it's a stupid horror movie, but it's God great. damn it, it was enjoyable. If you like the Stephen King movies, yeah. you'll love this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely got like a maximum overdrive. Oh, kinda. yeah. 
value what, to what it. What was the one about the rats in the uh, in the old wool mill? Graveyard shift. Mm. It had a very graveyard shift vibe to it. Right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, <gasps> we have more beer. What? Fun facts. <gasps> and what we learn from the monkey shining. Yeah, the shining. The shining. <laughs> hey, everybody. You like listening to podcasts, right? Well, what if I told you that you could get paid to listen to them? Well, with this new PodCoin app, that's exactly what you get. Uh, you can listen to everything I learned from movies or any and all of your other favorite podcasts. And the whole time you're earning PodCoins that you can donate to charity or exchange for gift cards to places like Amazon and Starbucks uh, for something you'd be doing anyway. Just download PodCoin in the App Store, and as an added bonus, if you sign up with the special code STEVEIZZY, you get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. I use it for all my podcast listing now, and it's great. I'm already well on my way to Amazon gift card. Cha-ching! Uh, so yeah, download the PodCoin app, use the code STEVEIZZY, and you're already 300 PodCoins ahead of the game, and using a great podcatcher. Check it out today. One man trying to make a difference. These rats could help us find the cures to literally all disease and ailments. They're also my friends. I've even taught them to sign, and I can understand them. (laughs) Oh, Snuggles, you're too much. But doing good can come at a cost. I don't understand. Snuggles is growing at a tremendous rate. What's the CRM VX8? No. No, no, that was an experimental growth hormone for plants that helped cure world hunger, but if it was injected into Snuggles, who did this? Dr. Caster Goodspeed, you work for us. You need to remember that. Your creations are our creations. What have you done? What have you put this into? I've changed the world. There are reports of a dragon in the swamps of New Orleans. That's not a dragon. That's a chameleon with bat wings. Jub-Jub. You injected Jub-Jub? He's gone! Snuggles is gone! There are now also reports of a giant nutria terrorizing Canal Street. That's Snuggles. We have to get to the French Quarter. Snuggles, it's okay. It's me. I'm your friend. What are you so afraid of? No. Not the bees. Not the bees! Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei Academy Award winner Christopher Walken Alright, alright, alright I heard you had some vermin that need some exterminating and Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> From the director of San Andreas, Rampage, 
and Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. What do you say, Snuggles? Let's take them out. You get the bee with porcupine quills and acid spit, and I'll get Jub-Jub. Rat Cage. Coming this summer. Straight to DVD. Wall. Newport Beach. The Pool House. Captain Oates. Chino? Ew! I'm Michelle. I'm Liz. And I'm Ingrid. And we're... Let's Let's Talk Talk OC! We're the ladies that brought you Tree Hill Talk, and now we are on the West Coast talking about the early 2000s teen drama, The OC. Join us every Monday as we watch and review each episode. We hope you can join us! Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to... Interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. And you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is... On Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first hi this is dana gould and you're listening to everything i learned from movies on your radio phone computer television or record player and we're back oh my god steve those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding oh she said it (laughs) they get better every week that's right ah so many great podcasts and products out there babe Steve, I'm a little thirsty. Are you? I am. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. Would you like to know more? <laughs> How do I subscribe to your newsletter? <laughs> <laughs> you go to EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. <gasps> I think they know that already. Oh, well, just in case. <laughs> in case you're joining us 35 seconds ago. <laughs> they, they downloaded the episode to just 35 seconds ago. Right. <laughs> All right, we have a beverage. We're from Deschutes, the 
Fresh Haze IPA. Ooh. This is a 19.2 fluid ounce can. This is a big fucking can, Steve. Yeah. Let's see. It's got some government warnings we don't care about. Made in Bend, Oregon. Can condition for quality with live yeast. Boom. To help it age gracefully. A hazy twist on your main squeeze. This juice bomb explodes with notes of orange citrus sweetness and a soft malt body. Just like me. Yeah, it's a soft malt- malty body. I definitely have a soft malt body. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve's got a hard wheat body. <laughs> oh, my top. <laughs> wow. I can smell the, the juiciness right off the top. And the pour. It's got a lot of hop haze on it. Ooh, eight and a half percent. Woo! Or, no, six and a half percent. Sorry. Six and a half percent. Weird font. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, red on orange. A little difficult to read. Yeah. Ooh. But yeah, it's definitely got, it's got like a florally hop aroma to it. We don't get too many of those. Yeah, definitely a hazy beer. Yeah. So oh, wow. Yeah, nice and juicy. Yeah, kind of a floral, mm. almost fruity kind of hop profile. Yeah, a little fruity, a little floral. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of almost nice. orange blossomy. Yeah, full bodied. Mm hmm. Delicious beer. Mm hmm. Well done to shoots. Woo! Oh, and if you want to see what other beers we drink when I remember to tag them, you can follow Steve and I. We share a profile on Untapped at Untidy Venus. Go ahead and friend me, and I'll friend you. Yeah, Untapped. Cannot be pulled. <laughs> cannot be cold, pulled in a court case to prove you were intoxicated. Noob. <laughs> for entertainment purposes only exactly steve your yeah. funkin closet monkey that's been hanging out around here has been using my phone and giving my number to people there's a whole bunch of voicemails on here what yeah from like some creepy british monkey oh here uh, you want to listen sure here i'm gonna put it on speaker okay hello steve hello izzy uh, it's good friend Montrose Monkington the Steve. third here. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm it's just Montrose. Sending, uh, this the, one the third. Voicemail Not Junior, The one I did for Ape Row. <laughs> You're so both delightfully clever. Really cost me a lot of money. Uh, international dialing is expensive. I thought just because, you know, you're you're in the U.S. and I'm in Canada that it wouldn't be that big a deal. But apparently the telecom companies... Uh, think otherwise um, they were going America. to take my thumbs Pac-Mail, until bitch. they found out they weren't opposable so <laughs> i was luckily was able to get uh-huh. that one paid off uh but i digress um we're moving on to your uh, primate uh, uh, month uh yeah, we good are. lord you both should be ashamed of yourself i'm only going to be focusing on uh two uh, no sorry three rather three of the movies that you covered uh for this month as two of them are trash and not worth my time i mean really one of them was a mystery science theater episode for god's sake (laughs) and it wasn't even a joel episode or yeah, even Mike. True. I mean, the Mike ugh. years are, are so, still watchable. Yes, uh, we won't be yeah, discussing a a Carnival Magic. I will, however, be talking about uh, Monkey Bone, which I feel is the most delightful of the bunch, um, mm. simply because of the inclusion of Brendan Fraser. Now, um, I say that because he is a Canadian treasure, uh, charming and delightful, and uh, not a bad thing should be said about him. 
because everything he does is great. Okay, except that movie where he was attacked by the, um, you know, the woodland creatures. And, and Dudley Do-Right wasn't really all that great. And he did have that cameo with G.I. Joe. I mean, you know, I, I'm getting away from myself. Nothing bad should be said voicemail, about one Brendan Fraser. Also, I feel a, um, a, a slightly better podcast may have covered this movie before. And those two chaps, uh, Knuckle Dragon Cretans as they are, were able to discern that this movie was actually undone by the studio uh, and nobody else. In fact, they right. played that delightful game, Studio versus Selleck. Um, and then, uh, so yes, that one is fine. However, moving on to the two more problematic ones. Well, what can be said about Monkey Trouble? It is a movie of a kleptomaniac monkey. I mean, sure, he's cute. Uh, almost like a sidekick of a, a precocious little girl. But I still feel the representation of my primates... See, I can do that too. Was uh, unwarranted and uh, I also quite slanderous. Uh, I've never met a single one uh, monkey to be a thief. They're all quite fine, upstanding individuals. I've never had a bad time with one. In fact, that's why people say more fun than a barrel of monkeys because there's never any troubles, just fun. Uh, I feel this movie should be expunged uh, of the earth and possibly put into some sort of vault for banned films to never be viewed. Um, and the other one, um, also very quite problematic, uh, Monkey Shines. What? Um, no this movie there. didn't have a delightful, precocious little girl or a kleptomaniac monkey. Mm. No, 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 no. Uh, you went full bore on this one and had a sociopathic, obsessive, jealous helper monkey that killed people and Jason Bichet... Uh, Jason Bichet... <laughs> so he doesn't know how to say it either. <laughs> ...from Chicago PD. Uh, this movie is a, a flagrant misrepresentation oh, yeah. of what helper monkeys can do, and it uh, is a besmirchment to all the programs uh, out there that help uh, the disadvantaged get helper monkeys. People fi- dedicate their fine time to helping, and they make a movie about this. I will, however, use this opportunity to um, uh, bust out a new impression that I've been working on, and it's of Jason Bichet. Jason Bichet. Of the the chap from Chicago PD. So just give me a minute. You too, you you cover these movies, and uh, the bad, they're not good at all. In fact, you you do these things, and you misrepresent all the good monkeys out there that help people. If I catch either one of you in Chicago, you're going down hard, real hard. <coughs> I'm picturing yes. him with the mirror uh, face that whole time and the monkey teeth. I can feel yeah. it. it went quite well. <laughs> yes, that's Not Jason. <laughs> Hank Voigt, you know who he is, <laughs> you know he was in that movie. So, 
Um, that aside, I know you didn't have any doings in making these movies. Both of you are innocent of that. However, you are uh, bringing them to the, the forefront of popular culture yet again. You're so that welcome, people everybody. see and think that uh, monkeys are like that. No, I and I feel that, that these it. movies are a stain upon simian cinema. That's right. Simia. I did it. I feel just like Monkey Troubles... This movie should be put into a vault, banned from existence, not to be seen by the public. But okay. But what about I think that I've last said my kill? Piece. I don't want to ramble on too long because I think that um, it's costing me money, uh, even though I'm not making separate calls. So I'm just going to wrap this up by saying I'm watching both of you tread lightly. But when you do tread lightly, be sure to check out Montrose Monkington TV on YouTube. And also, come along to Facebook at Montrose Monkington Third Esquire and Friends. And friend me there. And also, follow me on Twitter at Montrose Third. That's the number three RD. Watch it, both of you. Thank you. More later. Well, damn, that was a lengthy-ass voicemail. Steve, I have a really good phone plan, but you have to stop giving monkeys my phone number. I, why would I give your phone number to monkeys? Uh, you got one living either in our closet or in our basement. I'm Obviously, really he's sure going which. through your shit. What, what, yeah. What's your code to get in your phone, babe? My phone doesn't have a code. Exactly. Are you saying I have to start putting a code on my phone in my own household because you're going to let a damn monkey live here? No, I'm saying you should probably have a code on it just because. You know what? We're going to talk about this later. Who wants some fun facts? Fun facts are super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. Seven million dollar budget for this movie. Woo! It all went to monkeys, didn't it? All monkey and monkey shines. Yeah. How much do you think it grossed in the U.S.? Keep in mind that VHS tape was fucking everywhere. The VHS tape was everywhere. Ten million dollars. Five point three. Ooh. So I guess technically it was a little bit of a flop. Which is weird. It's a 71 on Metascore. Yeah. 53% on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics. All right. All right, babe. Audience score. Is it higher or lower than 53%? Oh, it's got to be higher. Audience score is 40%. Really? People, yeah. what's wrong with you? I have no idea. Oh, you know what it might be? Yeah. This is one of the very few films depicting a quadriplegic having sex. Oh, are people that uptight? Maybe. I'm pretty uptight, and I wasn't, like, too thrown through a loop for it. Maybe they were in the 80s. I assume that's when most of the, mm. well... They're not leaving scores on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. in the 80s, Yeah, Steve. that's true. No, this woke culture isn't as woke as they claim to be. It's true. Damn you, 80s. Quadriplegics deserve love, too. As do monkey trainers. That's right. At the same time. Yeah. Giggity. Steve, would you eat out a monkey trainer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's... Oddly, that's so specific, but... That's what happened in the movie. I mean, maybe. <laughs> there would have to be other factors. Oh, of... we forgot to mention they did this at her place with the monkeys watching. Oh, yeah. Of course. Because <laughs> that's how it happens. You know what it is? Everybody else was also as upset as I was about that monkey having its hands inside his mouth. Yeah. They were worried for the actors. I was actually half expecting halfway through that sex scene it was going to do the uh, Ace Ventura... Too much.
much, man. No? Too right. much. This is the first film role of Stephen Root, then previously a stage actor. Ooh. According to Root, he had been instructed by his agent not to let the casting directors know that he was inexperienced with film. Hmm. Root's official debut was Crocodile Dundee 2, uh, but, it was, but that was released in theaters a month before this film, despite being shot a month after it. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay. Crocodile Dundee 2 came out before this film. But, yeah, but it, it was, was shot recorded afterwards. Later. So he he Got filmed it. this one, even though the other one came out. And that sat on the shelf for a couple yeah. months. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, babe. Steve. What did we learn from Monkey Shines? I learned that I am very uncomfortable with watching even actor monkeys touch human actors. Right. I've learned that from this month in general. Even if the monkey's making a pita? You know what? It was like when the monkey's little hands were on his face. Uh, the way my hand is on your face. Don't do that. And then it was touching his <laughs> Yeah. Like that? Yeah. What did you learn, Steve? Uh, I learned scotch is the best medicine. It's true. Dr. Stanley Tucci said so. That's right. He is a doctor. I learned that... Uh, if your loved one uh, becomes a quadriplegic, don't worry. They'll find love with a monkey trainer. You can go bang his doctor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that nurse was the fucking worst, and I was kind of disappointed that she got out of it alive. I would have killed her myself. Right? Yeah. That's monkey shines, baby. Yeah, monkey shines. And then thank you for listening. Uh, of yeah. course, you can hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. movies. Coming up in June. <gasps> we got Jin June. Yeah, go drink that beef eater. Oh, and also uh, coming up this Friday, we have a very special interview with Michael Bailey Smith. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, he played Ben Grimm in that uh, Buried Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Uh, he was also in like The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Uh, he was Super Freddy in Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. 5. Super fascinating guy. Oh, my so God. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he talks about being in movies and stuff, but what he's done outside of it like he was like a, a football player and you know what check it out it'll be out on friday oh yeah you're gonna love it guys and of course untidyvenus.etsy.com yeah check it out for all the coolest art movie monsters who love kittens uh paracord from steve we got dog leashes and bracelets steve made survival bracelets that i'm about to list that include a compass a whistle that is actually super loud. Important, ladies, as you all know. Uh, a flint and a striker. Yeah. And it's got like 10 feet of paracord in it. Yeah, 10, 12 feet in each one. Yeah. yeah very sturdy and fashionable. So classy. Makes Indeed. you look like a badass. Yeah. Yeah. We're also going to have some water bottle holders going up on there soon. Yeah. Also, Steve, if I wanted to come home and relax after a long day... Maybe my house smells a little bit like cat and beer farts. Mm. And I just Oddly specific. wanna like chill out. What what could I do? Oh shit, you're in luck. There's a place called Frankie and Murr at <gasps> www.frankieandmyrrh.com. Like frankincense and myrrh. Exactly. Uh, they have the wonderful essential oils and uh, aromatherapy blends. Uh, oh yeah, anything I would be interested in because, like, I don't. I just want. I just want things to smell good. I don't need a religion. I mean, Hello Sunshine's really good for just brightening up a home. It's uh, true. They got some spray the bitch away. Yeah, spray the bitch away. That's always good. That actually uh, is a fantastic one for uh, that time of the month, ladies. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, it's fantastic stuff. 
And also, check this out. Mm-hmm. If you use the code UNTIDY at checkout... Wait, like Untidy Venus? Yes, yeah, like a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Yeah, just Untidy. Yeah, it'll save you 15%. <gasps> what? Why would you tell me that? Well, to save you money, of course. Does it also help out the podcast? It, well, it helps us out. I mean, that's <gasps> always good. Does that help get Mr. Pickle CBD oil? <laughs> it certainly does. He's going to need some, by the way, yeah, soon. Yeah, I know. Fucking pothead. Looking at you. <laughs> uh, also... If your order is over 35 bucks, shipping is free. What? So I can get a coupon and free shipping? Yes. Holy crap. You save money, we get a little kickback, and you get free shipping. And all all for do, using the code UNTIDY. All I have to do is go buy some all-natural essential oil-based aromatherapy, and I can get all of this. If you use the code UNTIDY at checkout. Well, shit, let's do it. Right? So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Steve, get the monkeys out of my house! Ew, what are you guys talking about in there? God damn it, I told you to get the monkeys out of my house!